This call is being recorded. <laughs> What's good, witches? This is Ayodele Fuega of BossyBruja.com. You can find me on Instagram at BossyBruja. Welcome back to the podcast. This week is so exciting because I have <laughs> a very special old friend of mine. Dude, it's, it's way too much noise in the background. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> I'm sorry. You want to introduce yourself? I'm sorry. What did you say? I said you want to introduce yourself. Can you please use your spiritual name though, because I don't, you know, <laughs> maybe get a little hot and heavy. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm Sebek, and uh, I'm me. Hello, welcome, welcome to my introduction. <laughs> okay, so you know how I describe you to people. I I tell them that you are the mathematician medicine man. <laughs> I, I try to be a mathematician. Nowadays, I'm just, I'm just math educating. You know, not as much mathematicianing, more educating. But it's all good. It's all good. When I used to hang out with you, you you used to like make hurricanes on your computer. Remember that? Yeah, yeah, oh, man. man. All of this feedback oh, is really bad. It's so loud over here. What is that? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I don't have a cart anymore. Like, the gentleman just took the cart away from me, and I'm about to get in the car. So, yes, you won't hear any wind, and you won't hear any other people's voices. So, I'm about okay, to cool. be. Okay, I'm sitting in the car, too. There we go. Now it should sound a lot quieter. There we well, go. Well, not Perfect. because you hear the car. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I used to make, um, I used to study atmospheric science. And yeah, that's when I dis- that's when I found out that I was more of a dreamer than a mathematician. So, well, you're a Pisces, so <laughs> I am. I, I am. It was obvious to everyone else all along that you're a dreamer. I think it's yeah, somebody that you did become a mathematician. How the fuck? Do you know your moon and rising? Did oh uh, yeah, my rising is Leo and my moon is Aries. So. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't know how. I, I think it's my my mother's fault. She named me Matthew, so I'm mathing you. <laughs> wow. So Listen, it is. Oh yeah, I forgot. I forgot. I wasn't supposed to say who I was. Well, they don't know your last name. There are a million Matthews in the world. But what oh, okay, the so, hell, yo? As yeah, I don't do that anymore. Is your biggest problem? That's serious too. <laughs> Yeah, I don't I don't do that anymore. I'm I'm a pure educator at this point, you know. <laughs> yeah. So you are a Pisces sun, an Aries moon, mm-hmm. a Leo rising. Yes. Oh my god. This this is why you should know your lover's astrology before you make them your lover. <laughs> I know. I know. This is why. I mean, my mother. Do you know my major Do I know what? Do you know my major three? I don't know your major three. I I know your son is Sagittarius. Um, I can never forget that. Um, mutable signs are interesting. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> but no, I, I, I think due to time or whatever, I don't have your, your other two. So what is your rising and what is your moon? My rising is Scorpio. And my Ooh. moon is Leo. 
Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> buddy. Yeah, man. Right? Uh, I'm just thinking back. You know, I'm just thinking back to like, you know, when we were vessels, and uh, yeah. yeah. So it just it it puts a little bit together. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny to walk by faith. I mean, because that's, that's what it was, was walking by faith and not by sight of the signs. But, you know, that's how it goes. That's how it yes. goes. Okay. We have to let the people know why this is so fucking hilarious, guys. We have to We have to still do. Well, I'm going to let you, you do that. I just... <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'm going to let you go ahead and let them know, like, why it's funny. But uh... <laughs> Okay, guys. So, Sebek is my one and only ever Pisces <laughs> Tantra partner <laughs> from, like, oh, my God. That was, like, 2009? No, it was, like, um, I started my master's program. So, maybe, like, maybe we started, like, 2000. The fall, I think we we talked to each other in the fall, but I don't think we made anything happen between us till like, you know, 2010 or something like that. But yeah, that would have been my last year in college. That's exactly what happened. It was your senior year. Yeah. It was your senior year. How did we meet? Um, good question. I honestly. Don't know. Oh, I know how. I know how. So we have a mutual friend who is also a mathematician and now a, a math educator. And uh, I think I was just going through his friends list and just adding anybody who I was like, yeah, buddy. And I think you were just one of those people. So so and one of us said, what did you say? Who's the guy? Because I thought you were talking about Kenyatta. So. No, I'm talking Unless about talking Pandy. About, um, Pandy Man. Pandy Man, yeah, I'm talking about Pandy. Okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Uh, oh, you. When you say Kenyatta, do you mean? I know her, so, right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. She has really pretty eyes. But uh. <laughs> she does. <laughs> she does. She has gorgeous eyes. But um. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I think that, you know, I added you, and maybe I reached out to you, maybe you reached out to me, but it wasn't like, like, we didn't just, it didn't just take off from there. You know, we reached, we talked, we talked, and it was great, but then it was like, it was months between the time that we, between that, but a first sort of conversation, and then us meeting each other, so. I remember the night yeah. we, we met, which is. Especially because I don't really remember <laughs> too many meetings. I don't, you know, you know, me and my Sagittarian memory. So I yeah, remember hearing your voice, and then you were there. You like I would hear your yeah. voice on the phone, and then one day, well, one night, <laughs> you came over. Yeah. And you were there. Yeah. I was there. So, we were there. We were there. (laughs) (laughs) 
So tell me, how how did you learn about Contra? Because I remember going to an event with Juju Mama Ooh. and her husband, Rakim Seku, right? Yeah. Um, and Brother Kair Love. Right, and then yeah. I was just like, I'm practicing this shit. <laughs> this sounds amazing. Yeah. But yeah. It was less about, I think it was, I would say it was less about yoga and more about sex. You know? Yeah. So it was, it was conscious sex. Less yeah. the conscious for yoga. Yeah. All right. So, um, take it away. <laughs> and, and, you know, all the books, the thing is, all the books they all go to yoga with it. And, um, I mean, I, I know we both, I practice yoga, but, you know, honestly, again, this is, this is being led by faith and not by sight, you know, um, I think we just had an understanding that this is a creative force within us. And basically, and we're reading these books and they're saying you can meditate and use your creative force to manifest your reality. Uh, mm-hmm. So I don't know. I don't know how we just knew what to do, but we just got on one accord with each other and just consciously manifested through our creative union. It was it was wild, and like I said, like, well, actually, you said it. You're like we were vessels, and uh, it's. Yeah. It's true. It's true because it was. It was really. Uh, I'm. I'm not as like because you talked about your Sagittarian memory. Like you know, I'm not. I'm. I'm really kind of careful. You know, I'm really kind of like slow. I'm a turtle, right? Uh, so you know, for for, <laughs> for me to jump. Yeah, you are, but we're not going into that. Uh, <laughs> but for me to jump, for me to jump head first into something like that. I mean, I was 100% being led by. You know the ancestors. <laughs> That's the only thing I can really say. So, yeah, I. Uh, and just, so to, to, just so to answer the question, has... yeah, what were you say? No, you go ahead. What were you gonna say? Oh, just to answer the question, how did I get into it? Well, I mean, I think uh, I was in the same hotel community that uh, <laughs> that was talking about this stuff, you know, and. I uh, I just I was, there were things that I wanted to bring into this world and there was there was a spiritual journey and odyssey even that I wanted to take and I just allowed. You know, mm. That's all I can really say. You know. So I have never thought of myself as being a hotep, sir. Never. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think yeah. I'm a hotep? <laughs> no, uh, no, you're you're definitely. I I think you're more crafty than Hotep. I called myself Hotep because I was reading like Metunetter and a Kabbalistic encyclopedia and listening to Philip Valentine tell women how they should act and all kinds of crazy stuff. Uh, And um, so it's interesting kind of reflecting and looking back at, you know, where I was like, huh, well, it was a lot of following going on, you know, and uh, sometimes you just got to lead, and I think that's what we did. You know, we didn't follow anything that people yeah. had told us to do or instructed say. us to do. We le- we led that. So. 
We literally just were like, we just were doing this. I don't remember ever having a conversation about it. It just was nope. happening. So, but nope. I want people to understand exactly what we're saying. So with Tantra, when I say Tantric sexuality or Tantric sex, I'm talking about a very conscious form of intimacy. And then when Tibet is talking about manifesting with creative energy or with this creative sexual force, um, it's really more on the sex magic or what I think most people would refer to as sex magic side of things. So we kind of blended the two. Um, And I'm not, like, when you're saying that it was months between you adding me and us talking and us actually meeting, I'm not sure that, I'm not sure about that. I think that it was much quicker. Um, Uh And I, you know, I listened to Dr. Valentine, too, but what you say about us leading and not really doing what people tell us to do, the way that I use information is I'm, I'm very choosy. I pick into yeah. what I'll use. I don't really let anything get inside of me in a way that it becomes my identity. But right. I, I'm i very open to different input and different information. Um, I take out the parts that I think are too woo-woo or too bullshit for me. And I use <laughs> the things that feel good. I use the things that right. feel good. So we developed right. something that we called the bliss touch. There was a very ritualistic Ooh. nature to all of our <laughs> to our sex, Ooh. which like like ending with um like chilled orange slices or eating <laughs> eating certain meal, meals before sex. It was very very ritualistic. You would smoke. Yeah. Yeah. There was a lot of like metal <laughs> music. Yeah, uh, it was um, very ritualistic. Yeah, it was extremely ritualistic. And yeah. for anyone who's interested in practicing tantric sex, like, do you have any pointers for them? Do I have a what? Any pointers? Like any anything that? You Ooh, would yes. Like it's uh. Um, I think, okay, just based on the experience that I've had with you, uh, I think that that, a, a, like a, a, a sex magic or a tantric, uh, partner is not really any different than a regular partner. Like communication is great to have. I mean, I think we were lucky that we were able to communicate without words a lot, but, um, Communication is good, just being open, being able to express how you feel without hesitation. Um, that right, that, that alone uh, will create the space for things to grow. Um, like you imagine like plant life, if you have water there, water is a very, that's a vulnerable situation, you know. Like if you drink it and something's growing in it, it's, it's going to mess you up. It, it, you, you're opening yourself to that. Um, so communication uh, I think intent is good. Like having, like when you craft and you come together and you practice to have goals, you know, there should be a goal that scares you. That's so, the goal is so big, it scares you. And there should be a goal that, you know, you can see it manifesting, you know, on the short term as well. But, you know, 
communication, good intent, and um, just being responsible. Just recognizing that there's a lot of power associated with this, and um, it can do a lot of good. Um, but you can also, if, you know, don't curb the flesh or don't curb the ego, however you want to describe that, you can also hurt each other. You know, it's, it's, it's a very delicate thing, and it's a, it's a very powerful thing. So my advice, communicate, have intent, maybe not a plan, but at least have intent. And uh, I forgot what the last thing I said. Do that thing too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Curb the ego. <laughs> that's, yeah, yeah, curve the ego. Yo, curve the ego. That's that's really hard. <laughs> the hardest thing, I think. You curve that thing, I think the other two will fall into place. So. Yeah. For me, How about you? Told me, oh. <laughs> so you've already said, like, having a contra partner is different from – well, not different. It's almost the same as having any other kind of partner. Um, I think mm-hmm. that is important to clarify that Sebek and I were never like in a relationship with labels. Even the Tantra right. partner thing came after um, right. our whole thing. So there were no labels. There was no, like, this is my boyfriend. This is my man. We weren't possessing one another in those traditional ways. Um, <laughs> so that's, you know, I think that it's very possible to have this type of relationship with someone inside or outside of a traditional uh, relationship structure. But um, with the communication thing, I would definitely, I would agree, especially when it comes to the sex magic, because there was a very, for me, because the way that it happens is usually the man is holding, or the way I remember us doing it is the Beck would hold the vision of what was wanted, what was to be manifested. And there was a, he was the farmer and I was the soil. Okay. So he was planting this desire into the womb and it would, it would manifest. We can talk about some of the stuff we manifested. Um, Mm -hmm. And the distinct difference that I noticed came up when you would tell me what we were working on and when you didn't. I remember one time you were trying to manifest a car and you did not tell me that you were. So I thought, oh, we're just, we just having sex today. <laughs> I didn't know we were anything. <laughs> but you were, you were in a meditative space and I was in a hot and ready space. And I'm like, why the fuck does it feel like you're astral projecting? Like, what are you doing? And you let me know, oh, I'm manifesting a car. My womb. In that regard. I would say yeah. um you would have to have goals in order to practice sex magic because you, you know, you're creating something and you have to know what that is. Um yeah. being responsible is huge too because we had a pregnancy scare. I actually, I was Ooh. scared. I was excited as shit. I was scared. <laughs> I was happy about it. <laughs> I was super scared. I'm not even gonna lie. I was a little. I, was so I, I think you. I heard you say I shit. I was being a little punk, man. Like I was like, you know, it's, yeah. I was definitely feeling the type to, of way. I had to, you know, clean up the situation, and I was, I was, I think I was um, disappointed by that. 
But yeah. um, I was I was excited, and I've never been excited about a pregnancy scare <laughs> in my life. Except for that. And I was like, I can, you know, when you are practicing sex magic in in tantra, and even Phil Valentine says this too. How did y'all feel? That you should know the moment of conception, and that very sensitive women do. And that was a very yeah. high spend time for me, a very sensitive time. So I knew. Yeah, I, I did too. <laughs> I did too. I was, I was like, like, uh, yeah, I think this happened. Yeah, we, I think <laughs> I remember that conversation being very cut and dry, very. Yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> self preservation. We so self preservation, yeah. Yeah, we were. Yeah, we were and like, that's what I. I I think I asked you a question. I was like, what the hell were we doing? Um, and uh, it's not that I regret it. It's just, wow, like, the the amount of power we we welded and how young and just we just, that's why, that's why I brought up, we, I felt like we needed mentors in this thing. It's like, but then again, you know, at the same time, we're not following. So it's like we have these people who we feel are mentors, but they're not, uh, it's just, I don't know. And this is why responsibility and communication and all those things are, you got to be hyper vigilant about them. And it's, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's not a burden, but it is a responsibility to like have a partner that you're practicing sex magic with. Yeah. That is, that takes care, man. That takes a lot of care. Like you got to kind of think about that person as like the person that's carrying your child, at least from my perspective. Right. Because the womb is everything. You know, it's, I mean, obviously I got my wine got to be doing what it's supposed to do too, but the womb is like, whoo, dude, we don't even have to penetrate to create things with the womb, you know, so, so responsibility is a big key, man. It's super, super much. Because I mean, I remember one time we were talking about stories, like, um, I think, uh, I think you had wanted a relationship and, um, I was like, I'll give you anything. I was like, I'll give you anything, you know. So I we straight up created a relationship for you. And uh, the next day, you had a relationship. And, I mean, I'm like, well, I mean, yeah, of course I created it for you, but I didn't like, <laughs> <laughs> like I ain't like, what about me? <laughs> so, I mean, you know, it's just, like, you, you got to accept, like, I mean, I knew what I did, and it happened. Why am I going to be sitting the type, why am I feeling the type of way if I knew exactly what happened and exactly what I did? So, um, yeah, I mean, and we could tell people the snow story, but nobody's going to believe that. So, um, whatever, you know, there is a witness. There but is a listen, witness. Before so. we do that, I have, to, <laughs> I, have to tell them, I have to tell them two more things, because, with the responsibility, I think that it, I think that that segues beautifully into, I think the most powerful lesson that I learned from you. Do you want? Do you know what it is? The most powerful uh, lesson I learned from you. I don't think so. Okay, I'm gonna tell you. One day, <laughs> you said to me, you said to me, I am not responsible for your emotions. You are. And it was like being sliced down the middle with a knife. But that one fucking lesson changed my personality, changed my life. I don't 
seek my emotional gratification. I don't I don't seek my emotional well being from another human. I don't. Right. I believe that it's a one hundred percent inside job and I'm fucking amazing at it. But I yeah. never would have developed that skill or taken that responsibility, that personal responsibility, had you know I don't well, maybe I would have. I don't know. Spirit has her ways. But <laughs> that is that is what made me become I don't even know if I'm emotionally I'm not I'm not completely emotionally detached from other humans, but I don't rely mm-hmm. on others to feel good. I don't. And right. I think that when you're in any type of relationship, but especially one that is also linked to your magic and linked to your power and the outcomes that you're um, creating, you you still have to maintain that emotional independence, you know? In this situation, before I asked you to create a relationship for me, I wanted to be with you. And I remember you saying to me, um, you need to be loyal to me, I.O. And that was the end of the conversation. Or back, you know, Paris. (laughs) But you you need to be loyal to me. And I was. I was loyal. But it was was a really long time before I realized that you said nothing about being loyal to me. (laughs) All you said was, I want this. And I said, okay. So when it comes to responsibility and it comes to communication, we have to be responsible, especially as practitioners, of magic, of any form of magic, but especially um, ritual magic that includes either a sex, a tantra or um, sex magic partner or a coven. You have to be, you have to be emotionally independent. You have to know what you want. Um, you have to communicate those things and make sure that you're not only, you know, helping people achieve what they want, but you're also getting what you want out of the situation. I would say that. Yes. That's that's my whole yeah. thing. So let's talk about snow. <laughs> um, okay, so this goes back to the whole you need to have intent, okay? Um, and I don't want to, like, burden everybody with the responsibility of every time you have sex that you have a, you have an not necessarily a goal. I don't want to turn into like CrossFit for sex, but um, <laughs> but you know, if if you don't have, if you don't, if you're not shaping that creative energy, it it's gonna shape itself, and you don't, you're not gonna know what it's gonna do. <laughs> I'm just fighting, you know. Uh, the first time we didn't shape it, and there was a child. So I was like, okay, well, if you don't want a child, then you need to start using it somehow. And uh, I just think one of those, I think we just connected one day where we, I think we didn't know school was going to be out or something. We just didn't know that we were going to get together that day. And uh, there was no forecast of of any precipitation or any snow or anything like that. And um, in the midst of it, we kind of look up and, yeah, and just, yeah, in the spring, like I remember it was, because it, it shouldn't have been snowing in the south in spring. Nope. That is why nope. it was like, what the fuck did we do? <laughs> and this wasn't global warming yet, people. This is 2010. 
<laughs> for all these people talking about the polar bears and the ice caps. Nah, not quite. I think I think Al Gore had just started talking about it. <laughs> I think he just started talking about it. But um, yeah, man. And uh, there was no direction. There was no intent, and it was magical, you know. It but it, it was wild. It was very wild to experience that. It was. So we ended up getting together one day in the middle of spring for, I don't know why, but we we got together. And I was in trance the whole day. I was in trance. And we, I don't know if we were creating anything that day, but we made love. And afterwards, we went to my best friend's house, Ashby. We went to her house, and she prepared us a meal. So we're there. I'm in trance. I'm, and when I say I'm in trance, it's basically like I'm drunk. <laughs> and I'm like like a drunk meditation <laughs> state. And um, so Beth was playing a guitar, and it, it was snowing outside. And I should be the same to us. Ashley is a cancer son, so she's also extremely intuitive, and she's hyper aware of other people's sexual energy. She always has been there. Yeah. And when we came in and we were, I'm sitting there, and he's playing the guitar, probably with his eyes closed, too. And she's like, did you guys have sex? <laughs> and, and then it's like snowing, and she said, did you guys make it snow? And we're like, snowing? <laughs> and then I told her I had a vision. I, this is one of the only times that I've ever seen ghosts or spirits, because that's not one of my gifts normally. But when he was playing the guitar, I looked over, and right over, right over your um your right shoulder, I could see two women dancing, and. I could remember, I, I remember one of them was um, a yellow complexion, you know, a high yellow. And she um, she had short, straight black hair. And the other woman was a brown-skinned woman with kinky hair. And they were dancing. And probably be, just because I was in a trance, because, I, you know, I may not have said anything <laughs> had I not been in a you trance. Did. <laughs> but I started to describe them, and Ashibi said, "Oh my God, that's my mother's lover, the the woman who I've never seen a picture of. I still to this day have never seen a picture of her. Um, but I'd never seen a picture of her. But I was describing this woman, and she said, that's my mom's girl girlfriend. Um, huh. and they both died when Ashibi was five in a double suicide. So that." You know, it's kind of morbid, but what has to be said is, hold on a second. She went into her room, got one of her mother's journals, and came back and said, today is my mother's birthday. Oh, that and is that right. Is, yeah, that's the snow story. And we were, uh-huh. <laughs> because we're always, like, in trans and her name. her name was, like, Bisha, Bisha. Bisha. Yes, Bisha. Yeah, Bisha. Yeah, man. And, and I even remember. And people like, what the fuck did we do? Did we open the portal? Like, what did we do? You know? Hey, hey. have so intention. That is the type of I'll shit that can that. happen. <laughs> have intention. I'm telling you. Yes. Yeah. Uh, 
I mean, magical stuff does happen, but you also, again, you just gotta, you gotta be, you gotta be responsible, man. You gotta be responsible. Uh-huh. Got you, man. You really do. So that's one of the things that can happen with sex is you open a portal. You, you know what I mean? You open yourselves up, particularly women, to the spirit realm. That's what happens when a baby is, you know, conceived. You open the door. So having sex, and I would, even going back to the responsibility thing, I don't think that at this point in my life, I doubt very seriously that I would um, engage in that type of relationship with someone that I wasn't also in a committed relationship with. I actually think from, you know, just after, after a little bit of living, I don't, I don't, I don't think that people should be having sex with people that they wouldn't want to create a life with or create children with. I think that that's dangerous ground. Obviously, you know, it's not my place to say for the, any other person, but right. no, I would I really hesitate to be sharing that type of energy with someone. Huh? 100%. 100%. Like, I mean, I can't, I mean, if, I, if, I'm, if I'm talking to somebody and, um, uh, I get the sense that they're they're very irresponsible. <laughs> I'm just gonna be like, well, I can't create with you because you're irresponsible. I can't, I can't even, I can't open myself to that point um, with you. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, and as far as sex magic, like, as it is great. It is definitely great. Um, I think something we touched on in a previous conversation was, you know, okay, well, how do we create? Like we well we haven't been partners for nine years. How do you how do you how do I manifest like that? How do I embark upon another sex magic journey or can I still practice magic? And it's uh you just don't ruin hmm, don't ruin your not really your life because people being in your life is not your life. But don't don't just pass over a, a great connection, a healthy connection. Um, in pursuit of this, in pursuit of this sex magic thing. Like if for whatever reason you and your partner, that's not your thing or that's not the vibe you're on or your partner's having a hard time opening up to it, but it's still a healthy connection. Like, you know, respect that, respect that. Like it's a, it's a, that's a vulnerability unlike any other. Yeah. So. For sure. I think that some people are only able to connect physically and maybe engage the emotions in the mind um, during sex. But in order to practice sex magic, you have to, this is spirit territory. Um, And some people are not, they're not open to that. They don't have a practice with that. So if you were wanting to explore sex magic and tantric sex with a partner, they would have to first develop some type of a spiritual life in a spiritual relationship or to source, you know, their their own thing in order to even approach it. But the thing that I, I also say is um, I'm not looking for, I wasn't looking for it in the first place. It just fucking happened, you know, and I don't use that excuse when it comes to sex ever. But in this case, it never happened. You know, I didn't, I wasn't trying to do it. I wasn't trying to create it. It just showed up at my house one day. Um, in the form of a man. <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, I wouldn't, you know, I'm, for me, I would never seek 
another connection out like this. I think that if spirit wanted it for me, she would send it. She would have to send it. She would have to send it. Right. You know what I mean? And every connection is different, too. I'm very clear yes. about that. Like, nobody else is the back. You know what I mean? <laughs> when two unique phenomena connect, they create a third thing that has never existed and can never be replicated. And I'm very clear about that. Um, so I think that every every couple's thing is their thing, you know? Yep. So I'm not trying yep. to, I would never do that. I would never look to a new partner and say, like, you have to be able to make it motherfucker. You know, like, it's, it's just yeah. crazy. Like, you need to ask a man, please create a relationship for me since you don't want to be with me. And I really want to be in a relationship. I don't even know if I would. <laughs> Who does that, you know? Who fucking does that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's, great, our, uh, that's our sex magic and tantra episode. Do you want to tell the people anything else? Anything they need to know, particularly the men? Let's see. Well, you, said, you said particularly related to men. Okay, let's see. Um, let's see. Um, and commitment is a weird thing, right? But if um, if you're really serious about sex magic, you even if you have a even if this partner you like, I want him. That's cool and all. I get that. But uh, you, huh? Pick very carefully. Just be very careful, all right? Take your time. Take your time because uh, I, if you can, if you're if you're fortunate enough to find a partner that that you can do that with, then I think first off you're great. You're super blessed. You're super fortunate for that, and uh, you should yeah. be very careful with it, man. Be very careful. That's all. That's what I would say. Like you, uh, check check for a man's. I don't know. It's it's so much bullshit out here. I'm even I'm even even me. I'm oh, still yeah. dealing with foolish. I'm dealing with foolish shitness. Uh, you know, um, shoot, man. I can't I can't even tell you, man. I wish I. I want to give you advice. I can't even give you advice. Just don't trust these dudes. Don't trust them. Don't trust them. <laughs> um, man, you be gentle with yourself and. Uh, you know, if you're gentle with yourself, find somebody who's going to be gentle with you as well. Gentleness matters, I think, more than anything. And not a lot of people who are gentle. And um, you should find somebody gentle, ladies. That's what I would say. Like, he ain't got to be no pushover. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, he shouldn't know how to fight or whatever. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, make sure make sure he's gentle if you want to go through this. And you be gentle, too. Be gentle to him, you know? Because yeah. that is you. That is you. Thank you for uh, talking to me. I've really enjoyed this conversation. Me too. I think I hope that the people like it. Uh, I hope that they find some benefit from it. I need to give. I need to say this, okay? As a closing for the girls, I would suggest that you not put the burden of your emotional needs on your partner, <clears throat> um, especially not in this type of a relationship. 
or in any relationship where you're not seeking to own another human being, which should be every relationship. Um, <laughs> and and if hurt happens, emotional hurt, emotional pain happens, I would be very patient with the partner. You know, if if there if you perceive that this person has hurt you or caused the emotional harm, I would be very patient and not make any decisions or uh, have any reactions out of that. Is that clear? Does that make sense? Mhm. 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 So it ain't his responsibility to make you happy. That's all you. But mm-hmm. if your interactions and co-creations with this other human lead to some type of a pain, explore the pain. Don't resist mm-hmm. the pain. Don't run away from it. Don't react out of it. Don't blame it on this person. Explore mm-hmm. the pain. Because behind every emotion, there is a thought. And sometimes mm-hmm. the, the real issue is not this person. It's the thought. Hope that's understandable. Hey, the brothers can take that too, man. The brothers can take that too, man. That was fire. If you guys want to know what it was like between myself and Ao, that conversation is a reflection of what it was like. (laughs) It was lit, yo. (laughs) It was lit. Love you. Bye.